you long for the days when you actually had time to grab a drink with friends and just shoot the shit, but simply don't have the time or possibly even the friends anymore? Look no further than the Hangover Podcast. The Hangover Podcast is a New Orleans-based weekly podcast that discusses the latest topics over drinks with friends and interview anyone brave enough to come to the table. Topics range from Marvel movies to sports to who the Kardashians are dating, all of which is hilarious, witty, and full of our favorite drink, alcohol. I particularly enjoyed the recent episode titled, Alright, So Boom. You can find the Hangover Podcast over at hangoverpod.com. Subscribe today. Talking Marvel Plus. I'm Dennis, and I'm Dyer. If you like episodes where we're joined by guests halfway through, then this is the episode for you. A surprise guest? Did we get the the huge Jackman? We got uh, the voice of Cyclops. We got Lou Slackman, <laughs> a nice Jewish accountant. We got <laughs> Willie Fister. Willie Fister. Nope. Um, yeah. So uh, the third host of the show, the one and only Daniel, uh, Dan, the dancer, Danny boy. Um, he had a prior commitment that he is going to be joining us late uh, as as a result, which is a one. OK, a one. OK, but he, he he I know he's excited. We're talking once again about an X-Men property. But we took a bit of a twist this week. Dyer, can you tell the fine folks what we watched? Yeah, so we watched the Phoenix Saga of the X-Men animated 90 series. Apparently, Dennis, uh, we all should have fact-checked because I thought we were watching the Dark Phoenix Saga. And I didn't know that until I finished the very last episode of this five-parter. And I go, this is the one I remember at all. I thought she's evil. And then like, I go down and they do a five-parter that ends season three i was like damn it yeah so yeah we're damn watching it. the the five because the, the show would do this every once in a while like because obviously it was like a weekly show like after school fox kids show it was on and, saturday mornings no it wasn't yes it was they well it was on that too but it also aired at like three o'clock every single day no, I don't think you're right. I, I yes, the original air date was September 5th through the 9th. It was a daily show. Okay, fine. And then maybe, I think on Saturdays they would then play it back to back to back to back. Let's go with that. We're we're both right. Okay. All right, that's very Switzerland of you. It <laughs> is very Swiss of me. Um and excuse me while I pull out my Swiss army knife. Um. Anyway, the I remember the animation not being great, but it's, I it did not hold up. What I didn't remember, it wasn't as bad as 
<laughs> folks Dyer's doing something horrifying right now on camera i am watching a, a grown man stick a toothpick in his ear hey sometimes it just gets that extra itch that your finger can't it, reach it is very distracting <laughs> it is very distressing <laughs> but no so the animation like it's not as bad as i've gone back and watched the spider-man show spider-man's really bad spider-man's worse yeah this yeah, though i will say so it's not great but clearly it's one of those situations where like what you see goes back uh like but in the mid 90s when this came out this was amazing no no you know what this reminded me of what it was amazing to a six or seven year old yeah yeah Yeah. um what this reminded me of i'm gonna say i'm gonna say something Captain of Cosmos. Uh, Our fourth or fifth episode. Yeah. The animation felt like Captain of Cosmos, which that, if, if to remind you, came out in 1979, which for those of you who don't know, this feed used to be uh, Bargain Bin Anime. You can actually go back and listen to Captain of Cosmos, or if God help you, probably it's still probably on Tubi, and you can watch it for free. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. I would advise against it. I would not waste your time watching it. I'm saying the animation was very much the same. Like, and and oh my god, Charles Xavier, his voice is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it wasn't great, was it? No. I mean, I enjoyed it for nostalgia and the opening animation. Mm, Chef's kiss. And and the Wolverine's um I don't know what you want to call it his his the 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 head portion his helmet slash cowl is it would you call that a cowl Cowl, his giant ears it's a cow his cow his cowl um I just remember all the promotional stuff from that era when I was a kid and they would always have like they would do like promotions for like the upcoming shows or whatever on on Fox kids and they'd always have like one-liners from Logan yeah, from Wolverine, and that is—I forgot—that is literally all his dialogue is—is is one-liners. There are a lot of one-liners, but the guy that got to voice him uh, fits Wolverine to a T. No, yeah, it, it's good, and hey, Bob, and you know his yeah, no, it's good. voice, and you know, it, uh, honestly, it probably—I think it kind of defined the character. It did. It did. Hugh Jackman probably based off based his performance in the movies off of this he, i'm sure he was did. there any animated thing of wolverine before this not that i'm aware of but you, did you notice that every all of Wol- at any time wolverine uh anytime there was a problem his first uh his first um instinct was to bring his claws out <laughs> they were locked yes. out Shing. all right i'm gonna cut open the door hey uh the tv won't work Shing. all right yes. i'm gonna yeah do you notice moyer mctaggart who we saw in X-Men First Class was Scottish. Yeah, she's Scottish instead. Of, she's like Scottish. Uh, what What is going on there with her and Banshee just hanging out at a castle? I think because we picked <laughs> it up in the middle of the season pretty much. Does, I think is that Banshee? Because Banshee clearly has like a... Uh, there's like some sect of mutants that live in Scotland, I guess. Well, it's, it's, very... it's him and his brother. Yeah. Yes, but his brother had like a gaggle of men. 
you know, there seems to be some sort of hierarchy there. It's fitting that we're talking about Banshee and his brother today of all oh, St. Patrick's Days because they were Irish. Did you know? I, I did. Yeah, they yeah, were Irish. <laughs> and was there anything worse? Speaking of Grady, and I enjoyed it, but it's like you enjoy it in a campy sort of way. Yeah. But the Banshee when he flies. It's <laughs> annoying as fuck. I, I had headphones on and my wife looked over at me in bed and said, What the hell are you watching? <laughs> yeah. So once again though. The, this starts the phoenix the phoenix starts with an outer space um see that's when i was watching it because when i was watching it i i I didn't i forgot there was a dark phoenix saga and a regular i was like oh all right so dark phoenix the one the live action didn't totally bullshit that like that's actually a legitimate thing but the cartoon show did it better i i know the and cartoon show did it better. And I will say the first episode was by far the first the and the best. second episodes were by far the best. Yeah. So and they they hook you and then right because they go to space, right? And they save the astronauts and Gene essentially absorbs the well, phoenix. Here force. I've got I've got let me let me just read the plot synopsis. Okay. episode one these are these are all short because they're 20 minute episodes uh, like a minute and a half of which is the intro which Time well spent. Time well spent. I love it. I really do. Yeah. I kind of want that to be my ringtone, and it may be very soon. Okay, so episode one is called Sacrifice. An emissary of the alien race, the Shi'ar Eric the Red. Which was supposed to be in the movie. Sorry for interrupting you. (laughs) Shi'ar were supposed to be in the movie, but they went with the weirdo. No, the Shi'ar. Okay, sorry. Never mind. We'll talk about it. Yeah. They are the Shi'ar in the movie, aren't they? They are. You're right. It's supposed to be the Kree. Yeah. So chalk one up to <laughs> to, 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 to um, Dark Phoenix. Hang on. I believe we have a special guest waiting in the wings for us. We do. Yeah. So Fetching video, please stand the by. Yeah, Fetching the Shi'ar, video, please stand by. The Shi'ar were definitely, uh, definitely were- in the Dark Phoenix movie. It was much better than the movie. I don't know much, but I know I think the cartoon show did it better. And that may be all I need. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, continue. I got you off topic. Yeah. So I, I will I will give us the plot synopsis for the first episode. Um, an emissary of the alien race, the Shi'ar, Eric the Red, takes over the Eagle One space station. Compelled by a mysterious vision, Professor Xavier sends the X-Men, minus Rogue, who's on a previous bender. Yeah, to, to take <laughs> yeah, pretty much a bender, to take the places of the astronaut crew, minus Storm and Jubilee, who would remain with Xavier on Earth. Technically, Jubilee does play a little role there. We can talk about that, which leads to a confrontation with Eric and his mind-controlled astronauts. While how is entering... Eric spelled? E-R-I-K. Okay, all right. That's how I thought an evil yeah. villain would spell and, Eric. And his mind-controlled astronauts, while entering the Earth's atmosphere on space shuttle, on a space shuttle, Jean Grey starts to become possessed by the all-powerful Phoenix Force, which sensed her mental pleas for help. So, welcome, Daniel. Thank you for joining us. Nice Hello, to have sorry you. I am late. That's okay. Yeah, uh, you, just to so 
just to fill you in, we we talked about general vibes of the overall thing, and now we're kind of going uh, discussing the first episode, which I believe you just heard the synopsis of. Yes, and if I may, go ahead. Um, people talk so highly with nostalgia about the X Men animated series, Captain of now, Cosmos. I, I don't have a lot of vivid memories of the show as a kid because i was very young um and i do remember the spider-man animated series very fondly and the crossover episode um where they brought the x-men in those were great um and a a lot of my initial nostalgia for the x-men does come from the animated series yes dyer we saw spidey uh we saw a glimpse of spider-man's and war machines and we saw Doctor Strange. Yes. Uh, and then, didn't we see uh, Emma Frost too? I think we no. did. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Daniel. Um, so, like I was saying, a lot of my uh, nostalgia for like, I love Jubilee and Gambit because of the X-Men animated series um, and Storm, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was always a big Cyclops fan. Uh, always hated Wolverine. Uh, this was hot garbage. It, yeah, so we we were talking about it. I, I think yeah. we also picked the. I think this is a very bad run, but this is pretty much par for the show. Um, if you recall, Dale, I think it was the fourth, or fifth episode of Bargain Bin Anime. We we watched Captain of Cosmos. The animation yes. in this is arguably worse. So yeah, the animation's bad, but that's not even. I, I expect that. But w- one thing Dyer and I did mention: the the voice actor who played I know you hate Wolverine, but the voice actor who played Logan, we think, kind of set the tone for that character and media moving forward with the gravelly voice and. Well, no, I think this is the touch point for any of these characters and yeah. main media. Like Wolverine was small in stature, but real quick, Daniel, did you know? I mean, you said you were younger, so probably not. I remember watching the Dark Phoenix saga that they did, which is like the last four episodes of this season. So when Dennis says we're going to watch the Phoenix saga, I was like, all right, we're going to get Dark Phoenix and we can compare it to. Yeah, I, I was thinking we were going for Dark Phoenix as well. Yeah, but so and then Dennis, uh, I think maybe right before you came on or right when you came on, uh, said, you know, that. <laughs> I thought the animated show did the whole Jean Grey getting absorbed by the Phoenix, you know, Phoenix Force, saving the astronauts, better than the movie. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that I agree with. Is Jubilee destined to always be the little like annoying sidekick, like little kid character? Kind of. She's the spunky teenager. Yeah, but they basically make her be a diversion so they can sneak in and i missed i missed actual authentic louisiana gambit so much uh you know he walks in hey you know you you all gonna go do this and if you want to you know like there, when should, on the they, there should be a reboot of just x-men animated series gambit so i think oh that'd be great so obviously we're getting i think in two years 2023 i think one year we're getting the reboot of this set in modern day. Though. I think if they nail the aesthetic and 
<laughs> and nail everything else and like basically redo everything else. But if the aesthetic's the same, that's what people really want. Because let's, let's get somebody else that doesn't voice Charles Xavier though. Yeah, oh yes. Or Banshee. Okay. So Oh my god, Banshee. So the first episode, basically they get on the space shuttle, she cries for help, Phoenix Force comes in and helps Jean Grey make sure they don't die. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's the episode ends like as they're are they just going into like Earth orbit? Yeah, it's one of those where they like cr- they're crashing, and then the s- next episode continued. is like the first thirty, the last thirty seconds is the first yeah. thirty seconds, which is what they do every episode. Right. And then th- there's always a previously on, which gets progressively longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really Each does. episode where it's like a minute and a half of the last previously episode. on, and then it's like it shows you like the the last two minutes of the episode. You're like, I just saw this yesterday. I mean, episode five is basically just pew pew pew. <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Jean Grey is like, yeah, yeah, please help, and then they get the help. Um, you know, did you find Banshee's uh, screeching the most annoying thing of the entire five episodes? No, I was so hyped. I was so hyped for Banshee. I love Banshee. <laughs> his 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 costume was badass. Yeah, no, I think every single looks like Iron Fist though. Is- is comic accurate though? Is he that much like Iron Fist with the giant collar? I think I think Iron Fist is more like him. Possible costume design wise. Possible. Yeah, I um and the Scottish accent was I was I was totally sold on Banshee in this. Uh, Moyer McTaggart apparently was Scottish, and they did not do that well on X Men First Class. They made her English. Just like normal, like American. I mean, yeah. So they just made it British. I want my money back on that. I want my money back, money back, money back. Um, I want my money back. Episode two is called The Dark Shroud. And okay. And what is with, I don't know, the Shirar, she, the Shiar. Why do they have bug helmets? The sharks. What's up with the bug helmets? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or like, okay. yeah. So the the next episode, uh, the space shuttle crash lands in the Jamaica Bay. Though the other X Men are unscathed, Jean Grey's fate is unknown until she flies into the air, displaying powers and a new costume she has never used before, and she proclaims fl- herself as the Phoenix before collapsing, suffering from confusion, memory loss, and vast new powers. Meanwhile, Professor. X's pain psychic connection with an alien presence manifests in an astral projection of Xavier's dark side, who is hellbent on destroying the X-Men, which is basically just filler for the rest of the episode where he's running around going. <laughs> so that uh, that was that was, like we said earlier, annoying. But Dyer, did you notice the Easter egg and after Wolverine leaves the hospital? Yeah, Beast is a. They're gonna go downtown and have some beverages, and Beast is wearing a Howard the Duck T-shirt. Yes, I got I got overly enjoyed when I saw that. Um, <laughs> we we're always looking for Howard the Duck cameos and insertions. Which, okay, <laughs> maybe I want to take those words back. Those words back. I just 
for those of you who didn't hear me, I said Howard the Duck insertions. Howard the Duck. But yeah, so Howard the Duck is on a t-shirt of Logan. And I don't know what else it would have been. It was clearly Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Doesn't give a what? (laughs) Okay, so second episode is overall fun starts to kind of fizzle it's fun there's you got evil charles xavier it's campy good <laughs> like there is no there's no way of slicing this. this is meant for kids oh for sure absolutely storylines but it's there's there's hints of things but we get a lot and, and this is, happens later on but we get a lot of non-mutant like intergalactic beings in this uh, series of episodes yeah i didn't understand any of the and like they so I think this gets get, in episode get, three or you four. You get Cyclops's father. Was that Cyclops's father? You missed that? No, I like she showed like young Cyclops, him, and then old Cyclops. So I didn't know. No, that was Cyclops's dad. But oh, then Jean okay. Grey, Jean Grey never gets a chance to tell him because See, I she, put that. That's what I thought when he's like walking out and he goes, "Yeah," he goes, "It was my oldest son." Uh, you know. He said something about his old son. I said, oh, okay, that's his dad. Um, But, yeah, I just, like, when they introduce Spider-Man and War Machine and Doctor Strange in, like, the fourth or fifth episode, nothing comes of it. It's literally like they show it for, did you, speaking of that, did you, did you catch, because I had to watch it two or three times, you catch the thing where it says cut this scene or remove this yes scene? i tried to pause it to like take a picture of it it's super quick i couldn't pause it but yeah it was like uh, it was like a cut this frame i think yeah cut, yeah, yeah and i, I <laughs> they didn't cut the frame and they left oh, that they shit in there. I, I kept going back to it i kept going back and like i kept i wonder and i didn't stick around for the post credits but i wonder if because of that the credits like arbitrarily like cut off a half a frame too early <laughs> like were they over time I don't know. It was like a weird duplicate frame. It was just, <laughs> it was just, yeah, that wasn't, I think that was episode four. But yeah, it's clearly over Wolverine. But like, like, why would they not go back and fix that? It's or maybe they, maybe obvious. They, but maybe they did for the, for like the airing on network, but on like Disney Plus, it's just everything is all together. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I, I just wonder, I just wonder because I want to know what the meeting was like at Disney plus headquarters. Like that's a thing where they're like, they all have a bunch of, a bunch of suits sent around a boardroom going, do we leave for posterity sakes? Do we leave the frame in there to preserve it as it originally was meant to, as it was, in, as it was originally aired or do we edit it for content to, to clean it up? And there's probably a deep philosophical. No, I, I'm this. This conversation clearly did not happen. Yeah, so you know, some you know, guy honestly, getting, who, getting eighteen dollars an hour that's just you know, uploading videos. You know, Kevin Kevin Feige just probably walked in, kicked open the door, and said, "You're leaving it as is." Yes, sir, Mister Feige. Hey, you say, <laughs> Mister Feige? Uh, it's just uh, it it troubled me. It troubled me they would do that. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was like a subliminal. So, like, if you watch Fight Club, right? There's a bunch of subliminal advertisements, and you know, like, 
the the woman writing fuck me on her eyelids and she blinks at tyler durden uh or like there's a scene where somebody's getting banged out uh or like ed norton's in the hospital yeah Yeah, but yeah you know um (laughs) i thought i thought it was something like you know x-men logo or something like that nope yeah no cut this scene no no it's not um so the next episode episode three cry of the banshee (laughs) is oh and and we didn't mention um xavier finds out in episode two that the lady he's can like it's either the end of episode two beginning episode three her name is lilandra like like uh empress of the civilization of the shahir shahiri shakira she are she are the she are civilization um and her brother's an evil tyrant that wants to get this crystal that take over the entire world and complode everything essentially oh. am i missing something is that really nope, basically nope, that's the, it. the, the crystal is the MacGuffin. the crystal the crystal combined with phoenix the phoenix force is the MacGuffin. right exactly it's just a way to get the x-men fighting this guy who looks very much like a guy from captain of cosmos he really does. And Eric the Red looked like a Captain of Cosmos guy, too. He did. <laughs> Just like over-the-top sci-fi outfit. But episode three, the X-Men and Banshee go to save Lilandra, a runaway Shiera Royal, who is the source of Xavier's painful psychic visions, from Juggernaut and Black Tom Cassidy. His name Black is Black Tom. Tom. I think so, yeah. Black Tom Cassidy. Lilandra reveals that she arrived on Earth seeking help in protecting the Micron crystal from her tyrannical brother, Dekin. Jean Grey continues to exhibit inexplicable symptoms and fully embraces the Phoenix persona to come to the rescue of the X-Men from Shahir. It's so hard to say. Shiar Imperial Guard Gladiator, who has a sweet-ass mohawk. He does. A blue mohawk. Um, so one thing I want to say juggernaut and and okay so they everybody thinks xavier's a crazy old man basically for like the first three episodes right because, but like how, how do they think he just like tripped and fell out of the window because juggernaut throws him out the window right yeah i think so and, like and then banshee so. goes <laughs> and swoops to save him and, and banshee's got quick ass reflexes and thank god they just happened to be standing on those cliffs for three episodes Right, because <laughs> um, Banshee and what's her beak, um, Moyer, Mo- Moira, Moira are just always just casually standing upon the cliffs of Moor. Essentially, let's go ahead and just hang out here. <laughs> they just hang out off a cliff, and then they see Charles get thrown out of a window that's precariously off the edge of a cliff. Yeah, who builds a house? Like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like and does anybody fix that house or are they just on the hook for like a house that's destroyed? Because like they have a big old gaping hole in the middle of the yeah. Room. So I looked, I looked up the voice actor of Juggernaut. Yeah, and and it is um. So I thought, so you ever hear like a voice actor and you think their voice is really familiar and you think you know what they're from? Yeah, I thought he was the voice of Pete from like the Mickey Mouse stuff. Oh yeah, no. But it's ever does that ever happen to you? Like that sounds like this person, and it's right. not. This guy's just well, done a bunch of random Marvel. So, crap. 
so for the longest time like, I, like c tier animated direct to dvd things that weren't so regarded well <laughs> i have a confession i love big mouth on netflix absolutely love it it's so funny absolutely you know i've seen an episode it, it was it was fine I, I didn't get it didn't hook me so i didn't watch anymore i watched them i've watched them all they're funny i, I like that kind of humor though but i would have bet you all the schmeckles in the world that the, one of the voices was uh will arnett yeah uh, but no it's, not. it's nick it's nick kroll <laughs> see, see this happens to me all the time I was like, that's Will Arnett. So I'm going through the IMDb and it says, I can't find him. I can't find him. And then finally I look and it says Nick Kroll. And like, there's one. And you think this has to be wrong. Right. And then there's one episode later where like the cartoon character, the cartoon meets the real life kind of like a la Roger Rabbit. And he does the voice of the hormone monster. I go, I'll be damned. Slap my ass and put me on a barbecue and call me Sally. Yeah, it's. uh... I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but it was driving me nuts. And I looked it up. I'm like, well, I'll be damned. I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, I thought it was the the Jim Cummings is the voice of Pete. But that is not the voice of Jim Cummings. Is, that's Winnie the Pooh. Is it? Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's Winnie the Pooh. I'm looking him up. Well, I'll be damned. He is Winnie the Pooh. And he's Tigger, too. <laughs> Yeah, and he's also a, a character in Mass Effect. Yeah. He's also Chef Piscetti from Curious George. No way. Yes, he's everything. He did you know, stuff for World of Warcraft. Peter, uh, who was it? Was it Peter or Tool? Somebody's the voice of... Um... He's the voice of Hammerhead in the, one of the recent Spider-Man animated things. Really? Yeah. Who's the voice of? He, he's Darkwing Duck in the the new Ducktales. He is Darkwing Duck. He's everything. Let's get dangerous. Let's, but you know what he's not? What? He is not Juggernaut. Right, but he was not. Hammerhead, so he, at least he's done a Marvel villain. He does. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah. So, episode four is called the Star Jammers, which. Um, is the name is a band. of the pirates, the the space Star pirates. Jammers. And I think we even get a comment comment that is very like something a kid would think. I, if you're a pirate, where's your eye patch? Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think that's a Jubilee line, or it might be a Logan line. Uh, I think because because Logan Logan's kind of portrayed like Brian Fellows. Brian Fellows. Brian He's got Fellows, the education Brian of a Fellows, fifth grader. Yeah. Safari Planet. Yeah. Look up Brian Fellows for those of you who aren't familiar. But, uh, I'm Brian Fellows. Quite possibly one of the greatest segments, sketches, recurring sketches on in SNL history. At me if you disagree. I'd love to argue. Um, but yeah, episode four Phoenix transports most of the X Men to Leandra's ship, excluding Storm and Jubilee, because once again, um, Jubilee <laughs> is, is sucks um, and is never allowed to do anything, where she has hidden the Macron Crystal. A group of space pirates called the Star Jammers attack and steal the Macron Crystal from the X-Men. Star Jammers lead, leader Corsair, who is also 
Cyclops' father, plots to use the crystal as bait to assassinate the kin and convinces Cyclops to aim to aid him in his plan, which goes terribly awry. Spoiler, not spoiler, but you know, <laughs> uh, it goes awry because the plan was retarded and not well thought out. Exactly. <laughs> it was, hey, I know you, you, I took you as my prison, prisoner. And because of such, <laughs> because you're my prisoner, you're go. I'm going to make, force you to kill somebody. And what? Okay. I mean, he's like, I'm not going to kill somebody. Cyclops is like, I'm not going to kill somebody in cold blood. Yeah. It's literally the guy they're trying to stop. Right. So do you think, but uh, he used it to his credit, that guy, the, the emperor used a shape shifter to act as a body double. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it have been funny if he goes, he goes, why'd you leave earth? Well, I had a kid who uh, shot lasers out of his eyes and I just couldn't take that fucker. So I left, killed my wife. They never said how the mom died or how his wife died. But what if it was Cyclops murdered him or her? So, well, I think technically canon is when they get their powers, right? It's usually puberty, uh, you know, changing and everything like that. So you, what if she gives birth and like his eyes open and just like lasers her apart? Just slaws her in half. <laughs> Speaking of that, he shot all the like the astronauts, but apparently just stunned them. Like in well, the there's, that whole line, there's that whole line where... Are you talking about the first episode? Yeah, the very first episode where oh, they go because to because there's that there's a part where he shoots like, him. He shoots we need to recalibrate all. our our guns to stun humans. Like they evidently they have different stun settings for different species. No, I'm talking Cyclops right at the very beginning. Yeah, he literally like shoots all the astronauts dead in the chest and they don't die. It, yeah, that that yeah. yeah, it's problematic. It's problematic, but yeah. So I mean. The you've got the Macron, like why is the Macron crystal on her spaceship? I know she she's running and fleeing, but I think if she has time to reach out to Charles Xavier, she has time to go deposit it somewhere safer, as opposed to her ship where pirates can just teleport onto. And you've got weird things where Phoenix just transports them, teleports them. Like the Phoenix Force is basically just a. Like an oh shit, we wrote ourselves into a corner. How do we get out of this? Exactly. It, it, it's literally how every episode is like, uh oh, what are the X Men gonna do next? Phoenix. Phoenix Force is the MacGuffin. Yeah, and then I don't know. I do we want to let's talk about uh, let's talk a little bit more about the Xavier, not Xavier. Let's talk about. Actually, let's talk about Xavier. He okay. serves almost no purpose and is just a crotchety man in a wheelchair. In his hover chair. Yep. Because he get like, we didn't talk about it, but in the first episode, he, I guess his wheelchair, like, he, he's, his spaceship has wheels. Did you notice that? It's like yeah, a yeah, plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it gets lifted up for about two seconds and then just crashes down on top of the hospital and no one questions that yeah nobody uh, and they're like where's charles how did you not just hear that <laughs> um, right yeah but it's but no the, the let's talk about the plot for the macron crystal exchange because what okay why does charles not charles 
why does um oh corsair cyclops's father why does he want to kill the emperor again that's a good question i don't remember i don't know if it's ever explained I, I I was confused the entire time and didn't want to go back and rewatch episode four to try to figure it out. I I don't think I I don't think that is the thing. I, yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss for the rest of this episode. And, but you why know. you would why you would take your why why Cyclops? Why did he kidnap Cyclops of all people? Because he has the instant death ray, is that why? I guess. And yeah, but the episode ends with "Uh oh, he's got Uh-oh. the Kron crystal and turns People. into like big stone guy," which is exactly how episode five begins, which is him just replaying the last thirty seconds of episode four. But episode five, "Child of Light," the kin gets pulled into the crystal and becomes one with the universe inside it because there's like a whole universe inside of this right which is really not explained this forces both the x-men and the imperial guard to team up to desperately combat to desperately combat the seemingly omnipotent dictator to no avail as the earth is suffering as multitude of environmental disasters occur thanks to the unstable Micron crystal can the return of phoenix help turn the tide yes it does kind of kind of she she gets the crystal they defeat him um and they're able to she flies into the sun with it to then never to return again or as xavier says have you heard of the legend of the phoenix and she Cyclops comes back. Like, don't don't get me with that shit right now. Don't you dare do that, man. And then Beast quotes, which Beast Beast would always do this in these shows. Quote Emily Dickinson, and like, yeah, it was like a thing to get kids into, like, oh, Beast thinks Emily Dickinson's cool. And I'm sorry, Beast is probably in this sh- series was like my least favorite character. He's annoying as shit. <laughs> He's annoying. Beast is annoying. Agreed. Yeah. So I think that is all. Um that 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 is all I really have to say on the Phoenix saga from the X-Men animated series, season three, episodes four through nine. Yep, that's all I got. So that's all you got. That's we're all gonna you put got? we'll put a vote out here, right. For our, for our patron. Cause there's, there's a couple things we've discussed for next week. We can either do the Wolverine, which is streaming on HBO max that uh, M for movies. Let us know. Uh, or we can finish out the Phoenix saga and do dark Phoenix uh, animated series. So vote in the discord, let us know which one you want us to do. And uh, we have final veto say, of course, but uh, let us know and we'll pick one and surprise you next week. And you may be asking yourself, Dyer, Dennis, Daniel, wherever you went, how do I join this discord? Well, just look in your show notes and there's a link to join right there. No password. Click the link. You'll 
You'll be it's you'll completely be cooking, free. You'll be cooking with Crisco. But if, for those who want, you know, want to chip in and give us some money to get ad-free episodes, all you need to do is go on over to patreon.com slash talking marvel plus. Over there, there are different tiers with different rewards, all pretty self-explanatory. I'll still fly um, out to somebody's house if you give us a hundred dollars a month for the next 24 months. Yes. Has to be rated on the 23 month. Um, Dyer will send you an autographed picture of himself topless. I will send you the bill for the airplane. <laughs> and, and for $500 a month, Daniel will send you lewd nudes. <laughs> and for $1,000 a month, Dennis will shave his head and send that to you in the mail. Uh, the shavings. <laughs> not his head. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not my head in the mail. This this uh, took a weird what's, turn. What's in the box? What's in the box? Hey, it's Dennis's head. Yes, um, but yes, this has been this has been talking Marvel Plus. Until next Dyer, week. where can people get more of you? You can find me on Twitter at tmp Dyer. Also at Talk Marvel Plus, which is soon to be changed to Talking Moon Knight. Yes, and you can find me at tmp Dennis. Until next week, folks. It's Barbara time for real.